join the conversation with June and Heidi. Welcome to A Cup of Grace. When you are in an intimate relationship, it shows a reflection of yourself, looking into a mirror that reveals your innermost hidden parts of yourself and your perception of life and love. My relationship with God saved me from myself and it filled a void that I had within my soul. As I get closer to him, it helps all of my other relationships and I even look at life a whole new way. Who is this invisible God? The Father, the Son, and the Spirit. A mystery our minds cannot completely comprehend. Let's talk about this relationship with God. Well, uh, this invisible, he, he is real, very much real. Um, but who is God and why should I want to have a relationship with him? Let's talk about God's characteristic and his, his description. Um, First and foremost, God always has been. Always. He's, he's the Alpha, He's the Omega, He's the first and last, He's the beginning and the end, who is, who was, and who is to come. Um, he's our creator. Therefore, nobody knows you better than He does. He's self-sufficient. He is all-powerful. He knows all things. He's everywhere. He can hear everything. And He's faithful. The Word said, um, if we are faithless, He remains faithful, for He can't deny Himself. God will never change. So you don't have to worry about, you know, how you can uh, engage in a relationship sometimes. And at some point you feel like, well, what if the person changed their mind about me? What if tomorrow they, they feel like they don't like me anymore or love me anymore? Yeah. God already knew everything about you and he will never change. So therefore you don't have to fear that he will feel different about you. There's no variation in him. His word, everything he says about you will remain. The grass may fade away, the, the flowers may fall, but the Word of God will forever remain. He is the same forever and more. He won't lie and neither change his mind, like I said before. But the main thing or one of the, the things about God is that God is love and love is God. And that is kind of like the beginning of a relationship, the love, or at least important yeah. in the relationship. Love is very important. And you can't talk about love without God, because that's what he is. Yes. All of those things that you were just saying, they're so mysterious, that eternal, knowing that he, he doesn't have a creator. He is the creator. Right. Everything is through him. And like you said, it's, it, it's the future also. So for us to really understand that, it's hard. Um, I know we can sometimes question, have questions that can't be answered, and we like to know stuff. We really do like to know stuff. But we can't know everything about it. We only know what God reveals to us when He lets us know. From making the whole galaxy and the whole, like the Milky Way. Like us as people, we only have a, a small percentage of this. Um, this scientific, super intelligent God has made everything from the stars to the moon to us. And to know how well that he knows us, he knows every detail of us. That just, it just, it warms my heart because for somebody to really know you and to still love 
everything about you. Yeah, everything including our ugliness. He, he just yes. loves us. He, he loves um, us. the words that he loves the sinner, he just hates the sin. Yeah. Um, but if we were to describe a relationship, um, I think what is uh, connection and communication and commitment and intimacy, even sacrifice, uh, serving. Because sometimes we go in with the mindset of wanting to receive and never wanting to give. But love is described as a decision you make. It's not going to be based on your emotion. It's not going to be based on your feelings because our emotions can tell you so many things. And your feelings can tell you so many things. But when you have made a decision to love someone, no matter what comes your way, that love just don't don't go away. I mean, and it's reflected in Jesus. Um, the word said, while we were still sinners, he gave his life for us. I mean, it was nothing that we earned. He chose to love us. It was a decision he made to love um, people, to give his life for us. And today he still loves us. His love will never, ever change he made that decision right after he made the decision to do the wrong thing he was already planning to redeem us he was mm -hmm. planning to send his son he told adam and eve that we were going to crush the enemy mm -hmm. and jesus did that he came to earth and he lived the life and he showed us exactly how to love because we did not know how to love in the, in the Old Testament, it was, they didn't have the Holy Spirit in them like we did. So they had it very difficult to love and to continue loving in their, how am I saying this? In their community, the Israelites. They, they just kept messing up. They kept trying to be like other nations. They wanted a king. They wanted to do everything everybody else was doing, but that's not how God's kingdom works. And that's why he sent Jesus, because we didn't know how to do it by ourselves. We needed that, we needed to see it. And he wanted to <clears throat> completely relate with us. Yes. Jesus went through so much while he was here. And he was not alive that long. Yeah. So to know Jesus, and I think that in, a, in the relationship sense, we look at Jesus and his relationships, like with his disciples and how he was so misunderstood and people, they interpreted the things he said and they weren't right. They didn't, the, especially the disciples, they didn't completely understand him until he was gone. And then he sent the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And that's who empowered them. And they remembered all of the stuff that Jesus taught them. And they became the apostles and they had so much power. And even, even with the disciples, um, this is just what I love about Jesus. You know, he's, he's just so, so great. Yeah. Sometimes um, we can be a little um, timid or we just don't have the mindset to open up to new relationship. Yeah. But, um, Somebody has to take the initiative in my marriage. My husband did, you know, mm -hmm. don't tell him I say that, but he was the one who started it all, okay? Yeah. So, same with me and Jesus. Jesus took the initiative, um, with all, all of us. Um, the Bible said, um, he's he standing at the door, he knocks. So, if someone here and opens, he's coming and he'll suffer with him and he'll with, with, with God. And, um, he's always willing to 
to start the relationship, but we have to accept it. We have to open our hearts um, to accept the relationship with him. Now, one thing um, that I learned through through all my walk with God, um, and it was my issue when I when I it was times in my life when I was like, okay, I know like I want to serve God, but it's hard for me to just stop doing all of these things I want to do because I like to do this and do that, and nice. I know that's I know that's not proper to do if I want to be involved in church if I want to have a relationship with God. But I just love that you can come to God as you are, yes. as you are. People have the mindset that they have to fix themselves before coming to Christ. And you just can't make the changes on your own. The one thing and the only thing you can do is make the decision to accept him yeah. and welcome him into your life. And then let him, through the Holy Spirit, do the work in you. Because if he knocks on that door and we don't answer, he's just gonna, he's not gonna bust in. Mm -hmm. He's a gentleman. He is a gentleman. He is going to always wait on us to answer. He waits on us to call him, to call on him. So he, he does call us. And if we hear, we have to go to him. Jesus is so, his, his whole personality it's just amazing to me. It's just you can sit in awe looking at him because he is the truth. The he real love is the truth and the light. So he's shining, like I was saying in the beginning about that mirror. When we're in a relationship, it shows us a reflection of who we really are. We can fake it all we want, but when we're in that real relationship, especially when um, life happens, pressure is applied to us. Your true self comes out, even if you're trying to hide yourself. You're going to see your innermost part. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like what you see, he helps us to be better people. Yes. He cleanses us. He does. And um, when we start realizing all of these trouble areas in our lives, sometimes that is uh, Jesus knocking on the door. Yeah. You know, sometimes... But the thing about it is that we can see all the, the chaos around us and the way we're feeling, we, we're struggling with different situations and we're trying so hard to find love out there. When you can only find true love to Christ, you, you just, like you were saying before, you, you don't know what love is until you meet God. We feel like we do. We have good intentions. Don't, don't mistake my words. But that sacrificial love, that getting love, that serving attitude, um, loving without expecting all of these things you can only do if you have God in you. He is the one who lead you and empower you to do um, to do these things. But going back to what I was saying, um, sometimes we feel, oh, we see ourselves in trouble, and um, just like I did myself, I knew I needed something. I needed God. I needed a relationship with Him. Um, apart from Him, we just can't do nothing. 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 We can do. So the sooner we realize this and the sooner we come into a conviction of repentance and acceptance of Jesus, the sooner our, our life is going to begin to change, change in a positive, in a positive way. The word said, with your heart, you believe and with your mouth, you profess your faith. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe with your heart, God raised him from that, you will, will be saved. 
It's the, it's the promise. It's the guarantee. But notice how your mouth has to be involved. Your heart has to be involved. you got to believe with your heart and confess Jesus as your Savior. And that's the very, the very moment. Because God knows your heart. He knows if you have truly come to him with, with a true repentance in your heart. Immediately, he sealed us with his Holy Spirit. In your heart, that's where all the motives are. And he knows our motives. He knows if we are... Um, if we truly want it or if we are trying to get something out yes, of it. Yes, like, We have a void in our heart. We have a void in our soul so that has to be filled with something. Mm -hmm. That's why we're always looking for something to, to fill it. That's right. Um, I know one time I filled that void with a relationship. I was young which he's my husband now, but my boyfriend, he was my everything. I put everything on him. I expected everything out of him. And that's too much for one person. We aren't meant to take that load. So when we don't have a relationship with him, our other relationships are affected also, or we're putting too much, we can be too needy, or we can also be where we have a wall up. So, that, that being said, it's going to help everything in our lives. Why do we not answer the door? Why are we running from it when we know we have something in us that that knows that we need something more? Mm -hmm. And I believe that's for everybody. That is for everybody. That's for everybody. Everybody has a spiritual need. Yes. Everyone. Because we, we are spirits. Yes. We, are, we have a body. We have a mind. But we are spirit. That's, right. that's the eternal part. And that's the supernatural part that goes because we are made in God's image. He is the one who created us. Mm -hmm. But we want to act like we know more than God. Uh, yes, but um, even when we want to act like it, we may think like we, we, we know all of these things and we know better than God. So, trust me, some things is going to happen. Some things will play it out in your life to show you. You're still in need of God. Mm -hmm. And that's why people get sometimes in so many troubles, in so many troubled relationships. That, yeah. that was me. Trying to seek for love all the time. Wrong you know, places. just... And it was not like the guy was a bad person. It's just that, like I was saying before, apart from God, you can't do nothing. It's some things in your life that only and only and only God can feel. Yeah. You can't... Your peace doesn't come from your spouse, doesn't come from your children. The joy, those things don't come from no man. From no, no, nothing you can go and purchase at the store. It only comes from God. And human being is desperately looking for peace, yeah. desperately looking for uh, joy, desperately looking for a meaning and a purpose. Yes. And only through God, we can find we can find these things. But I want to go back to speak uh, or speak about the, the the Holy Spirit. I'm coming from a culture that I'm. Uh, or a community, I don't know how to how to say it right. But um, the way I grew up, the way I was taught, mm -hmm. to be filled with the Holy Spirit, what does that mean to you? To be sealed with the Holy Spirit. Let's 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 go back to say that at the very moment when you confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, when you accept Him, mm -hmm. not the day after, not the day before, right there, God comes and seals you. The, the Bible says. He dwells in us. We are the, 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 the temple of the of the Holy Spirit, of the living God. So what being filled with the Holy Spirit means to you? 
the Holy Spirit is the one who came into me and showed me the real me. Because before that, I was I was just on the surface. I didn't even know myself. And when you don't know yourself and you, I guess when you don't really know, it's almost like you don't really love yourself. How can you love other people? Mm -hmm. So I believe the Holy Spirit empowers us to love like we should love. Mm -hmm. Because before that, love can be kind of one-sided. And love is a, is a give and take. It's on both sides. You know, God loves us unconditionally. And for us to love others unconditionally, no strings attached. Nobody has to do anything for us, but for us just to love, to love our enemies. I wouldn't have been able to love my enemies without the Holy Spirit. He is the one who comes and takes control if, if you let him, because you have to listen to him. A lot of times he gets ignored and he's he's the most important person on this earth. He is our yes. governor that came back. That That's why Jesus came to bring the Holy Spirit back to us. That's what we lost in the Garden of Eden, the Holy Spirit. He had to go. So with us understanding that the Holy Spirit come and dwell in us, in our internal being, we as Christians should not be so much wary about someone's appearance, um, how long is your skirt, or how loose is your clothes, or how short or long is your hair, or the color of your lipstick. Um, by their fruits, you'll know them. The Holy Spirit comes and dwells in us to start making changes from the inside out. I experience um, myself what it is like to just think or look at judging someone by the way they look yeah. i thought if you if your skirt doesn't have the proper amount of inches you were not safe that's how, how i used to think mm -hmm. but god processed me and it showed me through people that externally qualify as being filled with the holy spirit that that's not what i am about and then god took me to see and meet other people that wasn't looking the same way, the same way I was taught. But these people show me what the love of God is truly about. And I'm not saying, don't get me wrong. In both groups, you gotta, cause I have a mom, my mother, she's, she's a woman, like she carried herself like that. She wore her long skirt, she got her hair long. That's a woman filled with the spirit of God. How do I know? I don't know it because of her skirt or her, her how long her hair is. I know this because the way this woman loved. I know this because the way this woman stands for her family, she's a very given woman. It's nothing you can do to her that can cause her to hate no one. She's a woman filled with peace and joy and the way she carries herself tells you something about her is different regardless of what she carried on the outside. So that's very important for us to understand. We can't judge people by their appearance. God's gonna do his work in each one of us differently yes we are to carry ourselves differently because when something changed in you i used to be a person that that used to use just just the wrong kind of kind of clothing like like too much you know and that was one of my concerns like i was like i know i just love to dress like this i don't see myself dressing any different but let me tell you when the holy spirit comes in you the things you thought you was attached to the things you thought you can't you could not change 
he comes in and just change your perspective, change your desires, change your thinking, change the way you feel, the, the way you are attracted to certain things. Yeah, your mind truly change. And eventually that will be shown on the outside, but you have to stay, take one step at a time. You have to let God, the one who determine what is a yes and what is a no, because all of us are different, even though he is the same. He is the same spirit that dwells in each one of us. So his mindset, the way he thinks, is, is going to be the same for each one of us. His word is just one. But we can't judge people because of their process of changing. We can't we can neither compare. My, my growth is going to be completely different from your growth. So we, we also got to go in with the mindset. My salvation and my relationship with God is individual. Yes, at some point we will make impacts to others, but, but my relationship with God is between him and between me. So I'm not going to try to please other people on doing things they feel I should do. Because we can fall into a religious. Yeah. And God is, he, he gave us the law. He is the judge. But he is also our father. Mm -hmm. He cannot go back on his laws. And he made all of them for a reason. They were all to help the world to be a better place. And we, if everybody followed the way God said things should be, the order of things would be completely different in this world. But sin came, so that, that changed everything. So with that change, God didn't change, but he knew he was going to have to change us. He knew when the sin got in and went wild from sickness to anger to murder to, to all these different things that sin brought, he knew we were going to have to have power. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit is that power. How can somebody be hateful or so judgmental and be guided by the Holy Spirit? Are they not listening? What is what is happening in that life? Because I mean, we get, there's so many different religions and so many different rules and laws and it can get confusing. And God is not a God of confusing, it's not. He is not. I can say this to you. There are some people that they truly have come to Christ. They truly believe in their heart that he is the savior of the world. That he was raised from there, that he is to come. And they accept him as their Lord and savior. And they've been sealed. They've been marked with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is that promise of God. But it's a difference between being marked and sealed with the Holy Spirit and being Filled and empowered yes, by the Holy Spirit. Yes. And so you see some people that you'd be like, well, I know he is safe. I know she or he go to church. Um, but just some about the attitude ain't right. And that, that goes back to confirm what I was saying to you. By their fruits, you'll know them. How do you let the fruit of the Spirit grow in you? You have to set goals for yourself. You do. Goals in your prayer life. Mm -hmm. Goals in your Bible study. Goals in your fasting. Um, meditating. Delighting, worshiping, all of these things that actually opens room for the Spirit of God to come in like full power yeah, yeah. and empower you to do all of these things that, that, that comes from the Spirit, that comes from the heart. That which people are looking for. People are not looking 
at you and trying to get your skirt, neither the length of your hair. They trying to find a word of encouragement. They trying to find love. They trying to find someone to bring peace to their job environment. How can you come in and step and be light? How can you come in and step in and, and, and lay hands on somebody and, and let that person be delivered through the power that is in you that can be released through the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit has to have space, open space within you. And that can only come with the relationship yeah. that only grows and moves forward day by day through your prayer, through your fasting, through your through the Word of God. You get to know God better. You learn what things He likes, what things He don't like. That That's, that's communication. Mm -hmm. Through the prayers, you tell God about yourself. Yes, He knows everything about you. Mm -hmm. But he wants to hear you saying there's things that needs to be spoken through us, through through us, through the faith. Because when we pray, we're showing also we having faith. Yeah. So through prayers, fasting, and all these things is that the Holy Spirit can empower us to have a different, a different attitude. Yes. Yeah, so a Christian want, attitude. So do we want a little bit of God or do we want I, I want all a lot? Like I want all this. I need all and like you said, that's through through prayer and fasting and with that fasting it it's about us getting closer to God us getting to know him better for him to be able to hear him better we're shutting off everything else around us where we can truly work on that relationship with him because we have to be able to hear him if we're not reading our word and we're not praying and we not fasting, we're not getting the fullness of it. We're not. We're we're battling. We're battling with our flesh constantly because we don't have enough power. The power is available, and it's up to us to be able to to tap into. Yeah, to tap into it. It seems so easy. It seems like it's just cut and dry. If you do this, do this, and do this. But it's so intimate. It's so personal. It's so deep. It looks different for every person. Every person, like God says, he goes, he says, go in your secret place. He doesn't say go on the streets and yell it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we praise him and we love him out in public. But you have to have that personal, private relationship with him also. Yeah, you, you know, God made some things available to us at no cost. We didn't pay for grace, but we got it. Yes, we did. We did not pay to receive the Holy Spirit, but we got it. We didn't pay to receive back the authority, but we got it. But some things will depend only on how much you give to God. The more you give to God, the more He's going to pour onto you. And that's why I say having the mindset of serving in a relationship it's, 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 it's the main thing. We got to serve God without expecting. We know that he's going to bless us. We know that we will receive from him. But our mindset should be to worship him for who he is and not for what he can do. But we have to set goals, as I said before, and challenge ourselves. When I remember when my, my daughter um, wanted to learn how to drive, she just, just didn't jump on the driver's seat and took on driving. It was a challenge. She got in the car with her daddy. Her daddy told her how to do this and how to do that. And she put forth the effort. And now she's just driving on her own. I got to find out where she is sometimes. Yeah, she, yeah. She'll go everywhere. So when you, the human being, when we want to do something, and we really want it, we, we're going to put forth the effort to get what we want. Mm -hmm. But 
do you really want to be filled with the Holy Spirit? That's the question. Now, there's another thing that comes our way sometimes when we are trying to, because you know the devil is not just going to let you grow the way we should in Christ. He's going to bring things our way and also us, ourselves, our flesh. Because you can't blame the devil for everything. We got our own weakness and desires that we got to learn how to say no to. So when things come our way trying to block our relationship with God, at some point, you have to learn how to say no and give your weakness to God and say, Lord, I'm saying no to this, but my mind keeps trying to pull me back to this or my flesh keeps trying to pull me back to this. I need you to help me. With me, it was it was when I first got saved. I have to isolate myself. And you know this because me and you was friends uh, before. Yeah, she cut me off. Yeah, so, me off. Yeah. It was okay though. <laughs> so we we you know, some people don't understand, but I knew I just could not be around people at that moment in time. I needed to surround myself with a different community to be able to grow and yeah. to be able to to just, just be a better person, a better Christian for God. So yeah. Say no to everything that blocks you. So the Bible say, if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it. Yeah. Please don't go cut your hand. Yeah. What it means about this is saying, it is that serious. That God explained it to you, give you that example. Whatever is making you, just making, you, making you stumble, remove it and then pray so the Holy Spirit can empower you to continue to say no to that. Yeah, yeah, because that, that flesh, like you said, our flesh... And then we have the accuser over there, accusing us of, of everything that our Reminding flesh is us where we Yeah, it's all of our senses from, you know, what we taste, smell, hear, see, touch, all of that. All of that is affected in our flesh, in our, in our battle. And all of that can affect our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So we have to cut the senses off. They, they are along with what you were saying about our emotions and our feelings. They will lie to you. They will tell you stuff that they make stuff look good, but it's not good. Just like eating a cake. Mm, it is good. Mm-hmm. It is really good. And you eat a whole bunch of cake. You're gonna feel sick. You gonna feel. <laughs> you gonna feel it. It's not good for you. Yes. You know, God, He. God is so amazing that it feels like, it almost feels like it's impossible to be in that intimate relationship with him. Almost feels like that. It's not, but he's just so good. He is. And I love the fact that we will mess up. That's just the reality. That's what grace is available to us. That's why we can constantly pray and ask for forgiveness of our sins. And Jesus Jesus Christ's righteousness covers us. We won't be perfect. I don't want nobody thinking that, oh, I'm saved now. I'm supposed to walk in perfection. No. You're supposed to walk with God. He is the one who's going to help you. And walk in humbleness. Always remembering that you are submitted to him. That we are weak. But he is strong. So our relationship with uh, with God will cover our flaws and will cover cover the times we mess up. But we should not premeditate sin either, because the Bible tells us let's not grieve the Holy Spirit. God know when you premeditate something. Like, I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna ask God to forgive me. Mm-hmm. Don't don't try to fool God, because yeah. 
he knows you better than no one else can. Yeah, he does Moses the best. What would you try to figure out how to ask the question? I know a relationship with Jesus goes on for all of our life. You know, that, that doesn't end. It goes on past our life, all the way into eternity. And if we don't have him, if we never have a relationship with him by the end of our lives, that's, 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 <laughs> that's scary. It is. And I don't want to be fearful, but I, I'm scared for people when you don't have a relationship with God, because it's the most important relationship that you can have. The most. I want to ask, why wouldn't somebody want a relationship? Why wouldn't they answer the door? But uh, I have to look at myself because I didn't answer the door until I was like 35. And my reasons why were, it was those special reasons like you was talking about. Like, how am I going to change the way I dress? How am I going to get my life together to be able to be that righteous person? But we don't have to be the righteous person. Let me speak in a man's point of view. Okay? Yes, sir. I keep hearing knocking on the door, waiting. I can't say from a woman's standpoint, but I can say from a relationship standpoint. When male and female meets, sparks fly, we get happy, we get joyful, can't wait to meet. But as soon as we separate from that first meeting, we start thinking to ourselves, am I good enough? Am I deserving enough? And every time it's like y'all spoken to any place in your mindset that you're not worthy. I don't even know why you're trying to act like this. The way you are, he is not like that. The way you are, she is not like that. It bothers your mindset to want to. So that knock at the door will freeze you because you know what you're accustomed to. And you don't know if that young man or that young woman is going to be like that. Mm -hmm. But Every relationship starts off with an answer, whether it's a yes or no, whether it's an opening of the door. And the mindset as a man, when dating a young lady, when introducing a young lady, when coming to the house, I know today, nowadays, a man will sit in the car. It's a little different. A sit in the car. All that courting is not the same. And wait for the woman to walk out. And now a woman's so independent, you don't want she she don't want you to come to her door. Why? Because maybe her past relationships, maybe something that happened that she got kids and it's so much going on that it's hard to bring someone in. And you have to think of that spiritually too. It's hard to bring someone in when you're bound with so much going on in your life already. And that's the world that you're your environment and the things that you have been adapted to. Mm -hmm. So when you look at it in that standpoint and you're thinking about relationship, I, I remember one time in church we was talking about love and how worldly people can be married and in love yes. and how spiritual people can be married and in love. But when you think about it, you, the question was asked, if I'm in the world and I tell somebody I love them, do I really mean it? Just think about that question. If I'm in the world and I'm with this young lady and I say, I love you, do I really mean it? Now, in the standpoint of the word love, yes, I care for her. Yes, I am. But if I'm not in God and I'm telling her I love her, what am I really saying? Because I'm leading her to hell with me, right? 
why would I want someone to go to hell with me? So if you have a child or a husband and you truly love them and you're in Christ, then you love them the way Christ loves because you're trying to stop them from going. So now I have to show them the love of Christ. But if I'm in the world, I can't show them that. So it's like that word love now means something totally different. Yeah, it's taken very yeah. light. So you're not really truly bringing forth that love that Christ wants to show. You know, not of this world, if you get what I'm trying to say. And most relationships, you have to also understand, I'm bringing this spiritually as well. When you start something and the relationship goes on, what's the one thing I know females think about? It? And sometimes men do, but we neglected to say it out loud. But what you started at the beginning, you have to keep mm-hmm. with, within. The dating, the dating that, that, You know what? That's the intimacy of it. It is. And that's why, when I was listening to you, that's why the Holy Spirit, people can't hear it. Mm-hmm. Because you're not staying intimate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what that thing when he was knocking mm-hmm. and you you answered the door and you said yes to him, yes to your will and yes to your way. When you was doing that mm-hmm. and you let him in, you heard everything he had to say, didn't you? That's why you let him in. Because he was gentle. Because he was peaceful. But then within the relationship, for some of those who shot the, you know, not do the same thing. Oh, I got him now. I'm not worried about it. Here's that premeditation you was talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, now I can do this yes. now. I can do this now because I got a good man or I got a good woman or blah, blah, blah. That can't happen. Because the moment you start letting that happen, the enemy slips in. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. will start separating the relationship so quickly. Mm-hmm. And, now know what happened. and now you think you're hearing the Holy Spirit. Now you're being judgmental. Yeah. Now that girl should be wearing that skirt. Remember now you was talking about that? All of these things takes place because the relationship is not the way it was from the beginning. Yes, but with that, with that that you're saying, that keeping the um, the the dating process alive, then we have to present our bodies as living sacrifice. We have to sacrifice and give it all. Am I right, Jim? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The like he was saying, with the way people talk about love, they they're very light with it. But we know the accuser had to come in. Mm-hmm. And change those words. If you look in the dictionary, the word from like the fifties compared to our dictionary now, the words mean completely different things. Yes. Words just change. Mm-hmm. But see, God doesn't change, and God is love. You cannot say love without saying God. Yes. Even for somebody who does not know Christ, God is love either way. Yes, and and um, one thing we also have to have to keep that um, that relationship going is is faith. The Bible says, "Without faith, it is impossible to please God." That faith, faith. But the only way you can get faith is the only way you have to you have to hear the word. Hear the word. If you don't Do hear the word, what's the word? That's right. What the word is the line to our feet. We can see where our relationship is going. It, it, it brings mm-hmm. that light that we need. We are able to detect different things in us, how men can walk in purity, just, just by holding and living the word of God. Now, I got a couple questions. I got a couple questions. You know, you can answer, um, Mr. Page can answer, however you guys want to. Now, how do you know you are in a close relationship to God? How do you know? Are you experiencing all the power of God? That's... That's the part right there is you have to experience him to be in that intimate place. You have to feel his presence to 
what we were saying before is to make time to be able to feel that presence because mm-hmm. it's this this world is fast quick and in a hurry you have to slow down and really taste and see him right his presence i i guess it's different for every person but it feels so warm and just it gives me i think we were talking about this um the other day we were saying how and my pastor was actually talking about this too is how you feel drunk when you feel drunk how do you feel you just you're under the influence of something mm-hmm. and at that point you are under the influence of the holy spirit it is nothing that's better than it. It's, nothing. it's nothing that can compare to it. And the more that you seek him and draw nearer to him, he draws close to you. The fullness, I don't think the fullness can ever be full enough. Yes. You, you know, when you hang a lot with someone, uh, if they have a, a cologne or a perfume, you, you kind of catch the smell. You kind of start smelling like they smell. Right. You know, you, you start imitating the way they talk and the way they walk and the way they act. Some about you is going to start changing and kind of imitating. It's not that you plan on doing it. This is yeah, it's it, gonna, it's the same thing. It's going to happen. So the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you, you behave, the way everything about you will say, are you walking close to God or not? It's like when you're looking at a plant. How do you know a plant has not been watered for days or weeks? Yeah, that looks pretty brown. Yeah. It reflects yeah. death. Yeah. So are we re- reflecting um, life? If you reflect in life, then you are definitely walking close with the living God. And loving. And, and like loving. Because that one, the one who does not love doesn't know him. I got my way of seeing that is I was watching, um, I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but lately I've been watching a little episodes that they have on Disney Plus, so, and commercial. I, I heard, uh, <laughs> I heard a saying that kind of stuck out to me because I think of everything spiritually when I hear certain things and you know, you have the dark side and you have the good people, which are the light or whatever. And one of the, one of the scenes came up and it happened to deal with a child. And she seen um, one of the, um, I forgot what they call her name right now, but uh, one of the people that can control the force or whatever they call, um, I can't think of the name right now. But anyway, she asked him how, the child asked the man, um, how does that feel? Like, how do you know? Like, how did, how does that feel? So he explained it to her as a child, he said, to know that feeling is this, when you're a child and you're afraid of the dark, and you know you're afraid of the dark, how does it, how do you feel after you turn the light on? Mm. That relief. That, that attitude yeah, changes for some, now you can see, or now you feel it, you feel safe. Safety. It's that, but you have to understand, he explained it in a feeling of fear to enlightenment. And you ask the question, how do you know you have a relationship and the Holy Spirit is involved? Mm-hmm. It's that you've been in darkness for so long and you know his involvement in your life because now it's something about your aspiration, your your vision, your it's it's like my wife when she just got her glasses, she's like, oh, my eyes are like truly I can see. I can see. <laughs> it, it, it's a happiness that you express without even opening your mouth. 
Yes. You know, and that's what he made her feel when she asked, you know, how do you know it's in you? And he said, it's just like a child afraid of dark. It's when they turn that light on, it's a whole nother attitude they have now. And it's the way you feel in that moment. So you definitely feel the changes in you. You feel the changes. Yeah, they're that's, coming and changing. That'd be crazy to me how, and I've heard um, people talk about this before, but how Hollywood has that grasp of the supernatural. You know, they're always going through um, portals and like the Avengers and all. They, 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 they grasp it as supernatural. We have in us, is we naturally have a pull to the supernatural world because God is, he is the head of all things, of the supernatural, of all of it. And having a relationship with him is supernatural. It is. And it's the best thing, the best thing, the best decision you can make for yourself and for the people you love because they eventually will get blessed through you, by you, is to be in a relationship with God. I wanna I wanna close this um this podcast today by reading uh, Romans eight thirty eight. I love to know that God will always be there for us, okay? He will never leave us. The word says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present not nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ our Lord. Nothing, nothing can separate us from that relationship with God. That's the God we serve. If you do not have a relationship with God, when he knocks, answer it. And if you are listening to us, it's probably him knocking. Yes, Yes. definitely. So get your relationship started at something brand new. It's beautiful. Your yes. relationship with God is nothing like it. Nothing at all. Thank you for having a cup with us. We pray in Jesus' name this podcast has ministered to you. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we invite you to do so. And if you have any questions or prayer requests, feel free to contact us. Join us again next week for another cup of grace.